Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. Little LA Guns right there with one more reason. A band that I'm looking forward to seeing at M3 this year. Who's coming down to M3? It's going to be just a great time. LA Guns, Loudness, Queensryche, Ace Freely, Pretty Boy Floyd, so many great bands. Frank Hannon is going to be playing from Tesla, Y&T. The list goes on and on. So much uh, stuff to look forward to. Kicks, of course. It's going to be a great weekend of great rock and roll down in Columbia, Maryland. So let's check it out. All right. Meet me down there, guys. I will be there. M3 coming this May 2018, the 10th anniversary of M3, that is. So consider coming down. I'd love to hang with you guys at M3. This is a listener based episode. Uh, so before we get into the episode, let me thank some of my favorite listeners right off the top. These are the people who support 
Talking Metal and Mark Striegel, everything I do, it's not just Talking Metal, it's talking the Talking Rock website, the Talking Rock podcast, the Mark and Mitch YouTube show on, uh, on YouTube, of course, video show on YouTube is what I'm trying to say, Metal Raps, we haven't done a Metal Raps in a little while, hoping to um, do another episode of that with Mitch Joel and Mitch LaFon real soon, and listen... The Patreon supporters who support me at patreon.com. I hope you've all gotten your T-shirts at this point. If you haven't sent me your shirt size and address, Patreoners, uh, definitely do it, okay? Send it to Mark at Talking Metal at, at, uh, what is it? No, Mark at TalkingMetal.com. That's my email address. Send me your shirt size and just say, hey, I'm a Patreon supporter. I'll cross-reference your name with the the people on Patreon and make sure that you are indeed a supporter there and you will get a, uh, well, it's not exactly free because you're pledging money on Patreon, but you will get a gift from me. And that gift is the brand new Talking Metal t-shirts, which are a new design. They're simplified. I think they look great. I think they look great. And so let me start off today's episode by thanking the Patreon supporters B.J. Gokloinski. I'm not sure. I'm I'm terrible with names, guys. B.J. G-O-C-L-O-W-S-K-I. B.J., thank you. Sean Morgan, thank you. Dan Metal Dan. Thank you, Dan. You are awesome. Steve, you told me how to pronounce your last name, and I forgot. Hoeker? Hoeker, Steve Hoeker from Jersey, Jonathan Turner, Ron Embody, Fred Roots, R-U-T-Z, Roots, Roots, thank you, Fred. Who else am I missing? Ralph Petrie, Michael Street, Jay Beninsky, Mike Jones, All you guys, thanks for your support on Patreon. And if I missed anybody, I apologize. I don't think I did. I think that is everyone. Not sure. There's got to be a a straight list. I'm looking here. I'm just kind of going through all the people I see on Patreon. Anyways, thanks to all you guys. And I hope everyone has gotten their T-shirt. If you haven't ordered it yet, send me that email at mark at talkingmetal.com. Guys, do you want a Talking Metal T-shirt? Then go make your pledge. Anybody who pledges more than $5 a month on Patreon to uh, support what we do here gets a Talking Metal t-shirt sent to you anywhere in the world. And believe me, it costs a fortune to mail it overseas. So I don't even know if I'm making money on this. It's uh, hopefully eventually we'll make some money. I did spend a bundle of money on these t-shirts. And I was so psyched because Emily, of course, interviewed... Udo Dirk Schneider on a previous episode, which was just a great interview. She did a great job. She gave him and his son a, a T-shirt, and sure enough, on Instagram, for the next two days, it looked like Udo was wearing the, the shirt two days in a row, actually. He was spotted wearing the Talking Metal T-shirt, and it did appear we were actually trying to figure it out if he was just posting stuff from the previous day, but we're fairly certain Udo Dirk, Dirk Schneider was... Wearing the Talking Metal t-shirt two days in a row, which is awesome. So you guys don't have to wear it two days in a row. However, if you uh, do want to wear it two days in a row, that's uh, cool, cool with us. <laughs> wear it a week straight, actually. We, we, don't, we don't care. Whatever works for you guys. And thank you to all the people on Patreon who are supporting us. And if you don't support us on Patreon and you don't want to support us on Patreon, why don't you go write a five-star review for us on iTunes? That would be helpful. Or send me a couple bucks using the PayPal donation tab on TalkingMetal.com or TalkingRock.net. Or use our Amazon links. That's for people who are listening in Canada, the United States, and the UK. You can use our Amazon links. You guys know how that works. Cool. So let's get to the emails and voicemails. We have some voicemails from Leo and from Billy. 
that, Leo, I really appreciate you using the voicemail thing. I'm sorry it cuts you off after two minutes, and I don't know if I'm going to continue this this voicemail thing. I guess I will. I guess I will. So, guys, please call and leave leave a message for me. The number, of course, is 973-757-1917. This is listed in the show notes for this episode and every episode. Again, the Talking Metal Hotline, which I think I've paid for it for another year already. So, uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have it for another, you know, 10, 11 months, but 973-757-1917. Give me a call. I want to hear from you guys. And again, the Patreon account is patreon.com slash talking metal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Mark Striegel. That's M-A-R-K-S-T-R-I-G-L. Uh, all right, cool. So hey, let's, Mark, let's this get is Leo from Alaska. I haven't even finished listening to Talking Metal 721. I'm right in the middle of it. But your analysis of Ride the Lightning is like my thoughts just pouring out. I've stopped it. I'm at like 15 minutes of your 30-minute show. But exactly what you said about Ride the Lightning is exactly what I feel about Ride the Lightning. But, uh, and cool. I would make that same argument when you say, like, show me another album for – Heavy, well, heavy metal slash doom metal, the first Black Sabbath album. Find anything ever that sounded like that at that time or before right that. But anyways, you're exactly right about Ride the Lightning. Have a good night. I'm going to finish the episode. Cool. Thank you, Leo. And again, thank you for always supporting us here on the Talking Metal Hotline. I, I love getting your, your messages, and it's cool you're in Alaska. I've never been to Alaska. would love to get up there. It's on my bucket list. Hawaii and Alaska. Got to get to those two places before I kick the bucket. And uh, yeah, you're an expert on doom metal. That's a, totally with you on the Sabbath thing. And Ride the Lightning, yeah, for me, again, I said it in that episode you were just listening to, but such a special record. It It really was the blueprint for everything that came after and defined to me, especially you listen to Fight Fire with Fire or the title track off that record. I mean, that's that's thrash metal ground zero. I don't care. People are like, well, the Accept song, Fast as a Shark, and what about uh, what about this record and that record? And no, no. I, there was stuff, yeah, that, that was leading up towards that, but that was the moment that it... Uh, that it materialized. I actually almost feel like it was a creation as, a, as, a, as opposed to evolution when it comes to thrash metal, but that's me. People dis- disagree. A lot of people think it evolved into that, and I kind of get that somewhat. However, I do feel like there was something on Ride the Lightning, a sound that just came out of nowhere, and people are like, what about Kill 'Em All? No, Kill 'Em All was a, a different-sounding record. If you think Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning sound anything like each other, go listen again, and if you still, after listening again, think those two records sound similar to each other, uh, go get your ears checked, because you're, you're insane. Anyways, let's go to another, another call here from the hotline. Hi, Mark. My name is Billy Johnson. I'm from uh, central Louisiana. Um, okay. I'm actually uh, setting up uh, lights for my band right now. We're listening to the one of the podcasts now. Um, I just want to say I uh, appreciate all the stuff you do. I was a big fan of the Fuse show, a uh, huge fan of the uh, podcast. Uh, been buying a lot of stuff uh, you know, that you guys play and recommend. Cool. And I uh, just want to tell you I appreciate it, man. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Billy. And awesome to hear from you. I don't think we've heard from you before. If it has, it's been a while. I really appreciate that. It's it's amazing how people still remember that Fuse show and how some people never heard of it and have no clue that we ever had a TV show. <clears throat> the podcast was before the TV show. The short, the eight-episode short-lived TV show was on in 2000, late 2007, 2008. So thank you, Billy. And I know you leave another message. Let's listen to that one right now. Hey, this is uh, Billy Johnson. I called uh, not too long ago, left you a message. I was just thinking uh, about a, a good interview would be um, Kyle Thomas. And I'm not sure if you're, I'm sure you are by now familiar with him. He sang for um, X Order and. Uh, not super familiar. And then he sang for Floodgate and. Uh, heard the name. Alabama Thunder Pussy and then uh, Trouble, current singer for Trouble. Cool. Um, he would be a great interview. 
I'm in Louisiana. He's uh, from New Orleans. I'm not too, too far from him. But um, if you don't have a contact for him, I think I do. Uh, with a mutual mutual friend. But anyway, uh, that would be a great, great interview. Uh, Kyle Thomas. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Billy, for the calls, both of them. Um, you know what's weird? I feel like we were talking to him about doing an interview at one point, and then it never happened, or maybe you suggested it years ago, or somebody suggested it. I don't know. I'm not an expert on the dude. I don't know a lot about him, but if it's important to you, um, I would definitely be into investigating the opportunity to interview him after I educate myself to uh, to to his to his music. So... Billy, stay on me about that. Reach out uh, on the hotline or at mark at talkingmetal.com. That's my email, and maybe we can coordinate that. Uh, I would say not, probably not in March or April, but maybe in May we could make that happen. All right? Again, appreciate your support. I appreciate these phone calls. I want more of these phone calls, guys. Again, the number 973 973- 757-1917. No, no calls from Jerry this time. Pretty crazy, right? We always get calls from Jerry from, from Long Island, and I know Jerry is on the message board. A matter of fact, he just left a message, I think today, about the new Judas Priest in the comments section on, on TalkingMetal.com, TalkingRock.net. Jerry says, oh, he, actually there is, Jerry says, guys, I, he's commenting about the new Judas Priest record. There were numerous comments on, on uh, the post. Basically, I had two of our writers both submitted reviews of the new Priest record, which I think I give like a 9.5 out of 10. That's, that's what I give it. I think it is so good. Maybe a 10 out of 10. I'm not sure. But Jerry, uh, both the, our, our writers, Joe and Sam, I posted both of their reviews, and they both gave it 9 out of 10, which is the same rating Blabbermouth gave it. Jerry says, Jerry from Long Island, of course, says, guys, I effing love this record. No Surrender and Rising from Ruins played multiple times. Evil Never Dies and Necro Necromancer, right? Get played a lot too. Also, dig the flamethrower in Trader's Gate. Never the Heroes is awesome. Yes, I give Priest 9.5. Me too. That's what I just said, Jerry. I didn't even know you were going to say this. I give Priest 9.5 on this new record. Hope Rob takes chances and plays the new songs. I'm assuming you mean live. I, I hope that too, Jerry. Uh, just six more days till the metal gods come to Long Island. 11th row, Faulkner side with Saxon. What a night. Cool, Jerry. I, I'm six days for you. I'm guessing they're going to hit Long Island before Jersey. I don't have the tour schedule in front of me, but because um, I feel like it's more than six days for me. It is, yeah. Today's Monday. The I'm recording this on Monday the 12th. So I go, it's a Tuesday, so I go a week from tomorrow. So yeah, I guess you're going to see him before I do. Jealous. Anyways, going to the Newark show. If you end up coming to the Newark show, I owe you a beer, Jerry. So if it's so good that you end up coming two days later to Newark, let's meet up. Newark, New Jersey, right by my house. Would love to buy you a, a nice IPA or whatever you want to drink. And then Lou actually weighs in on the same uh, in the same comment section on Talking Metal. Lou says he's kind of making reference that there's two reviews. And, and Lou, listen, I get it. I, I probably would have only posted one, but both these guys submitted them to me, so I wasn't gonna not post one because they were both good reviews. And uh, you know, it's it's not like I'm I'm paying these guys big bucks to do this. They're they're doing it out of the love of their heart. But, Lou, you say, first review, 10 out of 10. Second review, 5 out of 10. No need for two. I'm not sure. I'm, I, am I just dense, guys? I don't understand what he's talking about. I don't get that comment. Second review, 5 out of 10. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, whatever, Lou. I'm not sure I understand your comment, but uh, thanks for commenting and leaving leaving a message on the uh, the website, which is talkingrock.net. Want to get to another phone call from Lou? Uh, no, not Lou. Oh, Leo. Leo from uh, Alaska. So stay tuned for that. But real quick, let's give a shout out to uh, one of our Patreon guys, Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan is supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so much for your support, Jonathan. And you are over in the United Arab Emirates. And I want to say hi to you, Jonathan, and also your sons, Tommy and Danny, who are ages 8, no, ages 11 and 9, which is is so cool. I have two sons, I think I told you this, uh, 7 and 9, so same two-year thing going on there with my two guys. You say Tommy loves Gojira and Mashuga. That's awesome. And Danny's fave is Rush. Very cool. You are so lucky to have two kids who love listening to the hard rock and heavy metal. And, you know, great, great. I wish my kids were, were more into it. You know, my, my older guy, he's into more like banjo and stuff. And then my younger, he's into like, he's into rock. He's only seven, but. Not really the metal stuff yet, but hopefully there's still time, right? Yeah, cool. Always a, a pleasure hearing from you guys. United Arab Emirates, that's so awesome to know people are listening to to us on the other side of the world. Jonathan, happy to mail you out a T-shirt since you are a Patreon supporter. Just let me know your address. It'll probably cost me a fortune to get it over to you guys, but I will do it. I have noticed that our, our listeners are big dudes, and uh, I'm I, you know, I only got a handful of two two XLs, and I'm down to just the standard sizes, I believe now, which is uh, extra large, large, medium, and small. I do think I need to get an order of more double X and maybe even triple X because obviously my listeners are big dudes and big fans, and they want their their T-shirts. So I will do that, if especially if if we get more Patreon. Uh, pledges that are requesting those larger sizes, I will make that happen for you guys, even if it ends up costing me more money, which is fine. You know, they charge more to get the prints on the on the larger, the super large sizes and the super small sizes, which I bought a super couple super small sizes too, because I wanted to get Emily one. She's real tiny, my wife. So there you go. All right. Another call from Leo. There's actually three of these, Leo, strung together because he kept getting cut off. I'm going to kind of let it play all the way through, and then we can discuss. All right, here we go. Leo from Alaska checking back in with another phone call to the Talking Metal Hotline. Hey, Mark, this is Leo from Alaska. Um, I'm listening to Talking Metal 732. I just wanted to comment, tell you something about your rant about, you know, our heroes dying and yeah, please. Rock music and metal just dying. Um, I'm going to hang up. Uh, first of all, you don't. You can play this on the show, but you don't have to. I'm just kind of calling you to tell you this stuff, but I don't mind if you play it. But I'm going to hang up and call back just because I get cut off sometimes. I don't know if there's a limit on the time, but I'll call yeah, you right I think back. It's, I think it's two minutes, Leo. Two minutes. Hey, Marcus, Leo from Alaska. Hey. I called you before I gave you a little lead-in. I was just going to comment on your rant on uh, Talking Metal three seven thirty two. Basically, I know why you're kind of freaked out. I agree with you. It's kind of crazy how all our heroes, I was born as you, I don't know if you remember, but same, 1969, similar yep. years, years, you know, time frame as you, how old I am. Uh, I know, yeah, a lot of our heroes are dying. You know, Dio's gone, Lemmy's gone, two of the biggest for me. Um, and um, Glenn Tipton, you know, can't. You know, play because of his Parkinson's right now. Can't tour with Priest. Yeah, it sucks. Players even quitting. Not only has Sabbath said they're giving their final show, and Rush isn't, you know, playing anymore, which is understandable. They're older fellas. But Slayer, in, in a way, understandable because their music's super intense. I mean, it's like, you know, hardcore punk, you know, pre-metal, pre-death metal, pre-grindcore, right. thrash metal. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy how our heroes are dying, et cetera. But as far as rock music being dead, it's dead only like kind of like what Gene Simmons said. In that way, it's dead in the way that we're not going to have probably many more Zeppelins or Kisses or Motley Crues or Metallicas or huge massive bands and people having lemos and just tons of chart popularity and yeah. millions of dollars Those made. days are over. But the form of music is not dead by any means. 
It's kind of okay. like, which I think I've even heard some people say on your show, it's kind of more like jazz or like punk rock. Yeah. It's people that are into heavy rock or heavy metal now are into it just because they love the music. It might not be a, a, you know, you can't have a day job profession anymore for people, maybe not big stars, but young people like it too. When I went to see The Obsessed and Weed Eater in Seattle and Portland a couple of years ago, a super hot young chick working at the hotel that I was clocking going to uh, noticed my St. Vitus shirt, and I told her I was going to see Weed Eater. Got cut off. It's Leo again. Uh, basically, Sorry, I'm man. That a Sorry. Very attractive Wish young I wouldn't lady, do that. I'm the same age as you. She was in her early 20s working at a nice hotel in Seattle. Noticed my Vitus shirt was flipping out when I told her I was going to see The Obsessed and Weed Eater. We started talking about Ohm, the drone band that was the officer. I mean, she was a beautiful young girl in her 20s. Nice. Also, uh, when I was seeing the same show with my friend in Portland, uh, I went drove to Portland from to Seattle to The Obsessed and Weed Eater, and uh, an Asian kid comes up to me that's a busboy in the hotel when we're eating the free breakfast in the hotel, and I'm wearing a sleep T-shirt, he gives me his website, which is a Stoner Dube website, and recommends the band Beast Maker, which was on my last year's top five that I think I even called you and gave you a list on. Mm -hmm. Recommended them. He was like some kid in his 20s, you know, from a, another country that was bussing tables, and he saw my sleep shirt. So, you know, I know at least in the Doom and Stoner and kind of heavy psych genre, kind of sludge Doom genre, there's there's old people like older me, my, your, mine and your age and a few years older, like the dudes in Vitus and Wino from Obsessed and Vitus and Dave Chan. There's people in that scene still. And then there's some people in their 20s in that scene. And there's, uh, there's other stuff. There's retro doom metal, thrash metal. There's still punk rock. There's traditional heavy metal slash new wave of British heavy metal stuff that's happening. But it's kind of like, yeah, it's like jazz or punk now. It's, right. it's just people that love the music. It's not it may never ever be back to the kiss, you know, Zeppelin days of, of ruling the charts and being bigger than the Beatles kind of thing. There won't even be a Beatles again, but, but don't dismay too much. Don't freak out. Like I said, you don't have to play this message. I don't care if you do, but it's just for between me and you, as far as I'm concerned that well, it, I played it's it. heavy rock and heavy metal here to stay. <laughs> and you're about never to get cut away. off again. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, w I wish it lasted more than two minutes. It used to. Hey, it's Leo again. It. Uh, just, I got cut off. This should be the last message. Like I, um, and I just flew down last week to Seattle and Portland again with my son, and uh, he's uh, 26. Me, I'm 48. Wow. He's a huge fan of a lot of the music. In fact, man, he you were a young dad, dude. I like. We went to see Yob, the uh, Portland kind of cosmic stoner doom band, and uh, Conan or Conan from uh, England, the UK, kind of a primitive uh, battle doom band, and some opening acts, et cetera. And we did the same thing where we flew to Seattle and then traveled to Portland to see him. And uh, my kid had a young, younger girl hitting on him that was there that was in her 20s. Uh, there was old people, like I said, like our, mine and your age, and, and a little older. And then there was young people there. And there was hundreds and hundreds of people there. It wasn't thousands. It wasn't a stadium. But they were kind of, I guess what you'd call, a, not arenas, but like halls that are basically sold out or close to capacity sold out for Stoner Doom stuff. And like I said, a vast variety of ages. And even Dave Chandler, the guitar player from St. Vitus, talks about in a lot of interviews how he'll see people like me, that they're the dads that bought the album when they first came out, like the first album in 84, and they bring their kids. You know, kind of what happens at Kiss shows and other things. I mean, there's a lot of rock and heavy rock and punk and metal and that is, is very popular still, but I guess on a limited level. I mean, it's that's just the way it is, like I said. But it's still out there, and that's all that matters to me is the music. I could really care less. I mean, it'd be great if it sold as much as the pop artists, but... That's not what I care about. I care about the music. So don't dismay. It's out there, and you know it's out there. It's just I think you're kind of freaking out about our heroes all passing away and thinking, you know, and that it not being as popular with the kids. But it is among certain cliques. Right. Well, thank you, Leo, for that uh, great message, messages. And sorry you keep getting cut off. I, I just think it could be more popular. I think there could be more done to market it, promote it, but I do feel like 
corporate greed caused these corporate machines to run away from it. And, you know, whether it's MTV, and I know, listen, they weren't playing St. Vitus or The Obsessed on, on MTV. Maybe they played The Obsessed like once or twice on Headbangers Ball or something, but in general, they they weren't. So, but even that little bit helped, you know, and, and high tides float all ships is something I believe. And I just feel like like there wasn't enough done. People people are too concerned with chasing the dollar that they they took their eye off of this art form that was a profitable thing because they thought they could make more money doing other things or or not embracing technology. I mean, it's a long discussion, but you're right. Young kids do still like heavy metal, when I say young kids, I'm talking to anybody under the age of 35, you know, there's a, there's a girl we have right down the street from me, um, Cedar Ridge Bakery, my friend Paul actually owns and runs it, and he has a, a younger girl in her 20s who, who works there, and her and her boyfriend are really into, to some death metal, but they also like the traditional heavy metal sounds, and and you know it's it's very cool to see somebody that young into the stuff and passionate about it and wearing the t-shirts every day and it's great it's great yeah so there are there are there is hope there is hope and i i hope that that these kids can can keep it alive and make it make it something and i i do hope that there are are great bands right now with teenagers and and 20 somethings in them that will go on to 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 have long careers in in the in the music business and give us and and our offspring and their offspring great music to listen to for 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 years and years and and I I I don't want it to be what jazz was when I was in my teens and 20s jazz was a dork music you know for dorks and and goofballs and the kids who liked it weren't we're just losers, but uh, no, sorry, jazz friends. But um, and I listen. I I do like a little jazz, and actually studied some jazz at Berkeley College of Music. But I'm a rocker, you know, through and through. So, Leo, you always got a lot to say, and I appreciate it. And I hope you keep calling and leaving great messages. And I'm excited to see Sleep this summer in Montreal. I'm going to see them at Heavy Montreal. At least that's my plan. They are a part of the great lineup at Heavy Montreal this this summer, which is one of two festivals I'll be going to. Of course, M3, which I mentioned earlier, and Heavy Montreal, Marilyn Manson, Sleep, Rob Zombie, Rat. Wow, what a combination of bands. Helix, uh, Baroness, I believe, is playing. It, they're all over the place. They, they, they. You want it loud? They got it. From from eighties commercial hard rock to doom to to Rob Zombie, industrial metal. You know, so they got it all. Heavy Montreal coming this summer to uh, Montreal, Canada. I will be up there for that. I hope. I hope they will fly me in like they have years past and and set me up. And uh, even if they don't, I'll probably manage to get there somehow and enjoy it. Let's go on to another email I got here. This is from uh, one of our Patreon guys. His name is Dan Metal Dan. And he said, uh, it is about a year ago that Mark mentioned he is drinking an IPA. He says, there are so many calories in these beers, it goes straight to the gut. It got me thinking about the gut I've been growing. I drank zero beer and cut back on pretty much all alcohol, some tequila, for 11 months. I lost weight in my face slimmed a little in the gut, and I do not fart prior to the beers. (laughs) Listening to Talking Metal caused a change in my life for the better. Better. That's that's uh that's great, um, Dan. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. And God, I love the IPAs, though. I love them. It's Monday. I do my thing, you know, where I don't drink on Monday and Tuesday, and then. It's either Wednesday or Thursday is the other day, depending on how the week's going. Um, usually I'm jonesing for a drink by Wednesday, and I end up then taking Thursday off. But I try to stick to that, uh, you know, four, only four days a week of drinking. And, you know, when I do drink, I do like to uh, get a buzz. I was sick with the flu last week, so 
we didn't really do that much drinking, but I, I usually wait a little later. Like I don't, my wife likes to, to drink when she gets off work, you know, have a drink and then maybe a few hours later have another one. I'm more like the type of guy, I like to hit it hard at about, you know, between like nine and 10 o'clock at night with two beers followed by maybe a glass of scotch. And that usually kicks me into a, a good buzz. I, if I drink more than that, I generally get hung over the next day and I don't really like that. Of course, I do drink more than that, uh, you know, when I'm out with my friends and, or out at a restaurant with my wife and we're going a little crazy or out at a concert letting loose. I, I will definitely do that, but I try to keep it in check. So usually it's two beers and then a uh, scotch or, or whiskey or even a vodka drink after that, which just uh, really kicks me into a good vibe and gives me a good buzz. And I like to do it in a condensed period of time. I'm not a a guy who drinks all day. I can't do that. I just get tired and I get cranky and no one would want to be around me. But I love a buzz and I just, I like to, it's a, it's a one-two punch with me. It's not slow drinking. It's hard, fast drinking. IPA, beer with a lot of alcohol content in it. One or two of those. Sometimes I'll, if it's like a 9% alcohol in the beer, or even 10% alcohol, sometimes I'll follow that with a Bud Light, and then I'll hit a glass of scotch to you know, wind things up. And after that final glass, you know, I, I can coast a little bit, maybe watch a little TV, enjoy the buzz. But after, after 90 minutes, after that final drink, I'm done. I'm done. If, if that, if that, you know. But it's a good, you know, get that buzz it's a one-two shot, you know, two two beers followed by a glass of scotch, and it's, I'm good. I'm good. It feels great. It feels great. And I usually wake up the next day, and I'm, I'm fine, you know, but if I were to have a second glass of scotch, the next day I'm fucked, you know, and it just ruins the next day. I don't sleep well, so there you go. But good for you, Dan. And it does, it does, it it loads the pounds on, dude. I've been ex- eating a lot less meat this year, which I thought I was going to lose weight eating less meat. But guess what? I gained weight because I am like eating ton of bread and chips and, and, and junk. But I can't, I, you know, I, and I like meat and I think I'm going to actually go back to eating some meat. The, I, the thing I, my problem with meat is I, it's like the ethical thing with the animals. I don't really feel like these animals are treated all that well. I do think meat it can be a healthy thing. Listen, we were hunters and gatherers, right? So we were hunters and we were hunting wild boar and growing, picking berries and stuff, right? Back in the day. But uh, and that's how we evolved. So I I do think that meat and our bodies go well together. What I don't think goes well is the way we treat these animals. So I'm trying to be. I think I'm going to go back to you know I gave it up for 2018, and and I actually did cheat when I was at a wedding in Philly the other day and had a cheesesteak. But um, yeah, I, I think I'm going back to meat. But I'm just going to try to be way more conscious of where the meat is coming from. And yeah, you go to Whole Foods and they tell you it's free range and they charge you a lot more for it. And who knows, if, you know, what, how the animals were re- really treated, but at least it's, it's a partial step. And I do believe at a corporate place like Whole Foods that they, they, they wouldn't risk getting busted and lying about it. But yeah, that's just me. So eat healthy and be well, Metal Dan. I appreciate all your support on Patreon. Guys, let's hit another song here. This is Educated Fool by Iron Maiden from the Blaze Years. And this this is such a great song. So good. Uh, Iron Maiden with Blaze is at their best on this song. No one ever talks about this song. Why did I'm the only guy I know who even knows this song. So good. Educated Fool by Iron Maiden. I'm an educated fool. So I don't know what it is I'm supposed to do About this awkward situation Has been forced and right upon me As I'm walking down into On my own into the valley of life Got a lifetime of experience Yeah, I've got so much to give Oh, 
turn the page of chapter one Could this just be that life's just begun Forever within your darker thoughts Reflecting on everything you've been taught Never felt this way before Seems that somebody's just opened the door To the book of life Or is it death? Is there ever any way out? Someone's looking down on me To the very inner core of my soul what they see, but I really want to know. I want to live my life on my own. I want to live the unturned stone. I want to walk right into the fire. I want to live out all my desires. I want to go and see the fire burn. I want to see and feel my world turn. I want to know what more there's to learn. I want to pass the point of no return. Do you really want to be? Another one start tasting the feel that you really should aspire That you really do deserve more Do you ever really feel That you have so much potential inside What you really have to give Could we realize much more I want to live a life on my own I want to live the unturned stone I want to walk right into the fire I want to live on all my desires I want to go and see the pop burn I want to see and feel my world turn I want to know I got this to learn I want to pass the point of no return
little Iron Maiden here on Talking Metal. Let's keep it going. This is a little St. Vitus going out to Leo in Alaska. I don't know a lot about this band, Leo. I should have you picking the songs for me, but let's just hit this one. This is Born Too Late. I I know I've heard this one before. Maybe you even requested it once. Born Too Late by St. Vitus. Going way back to the 1980s. Check it out on Talking Metal.
All right, a little St. Vitus here on Talking Metal. Right now, we're going to hit a little mustache with Morningstar. The sun and moon, I'll take them down for you. A little something for my gratitude. I am holding her right in my arms. I've been blinded by the Morningstar. Mustache on Talking Metal. Thanks, guys, for letting me just rock out here with you here and talk like a blabber mouth. This is to take us out. Adam and Evil by Heaven and Hell. Of course, Ronnie James Dio on vocals. Tony Iommi on guitar. Geezer Butler on the bass. And Vinny Apice on the drums. Again, this is Adam and Evil by Heaven. Adam and Evil. Yeah, Adam and Evil. I felt like I was pronouncing that wrong, but no, I think I was pronouncing it right all along. Adam and Evil by Heaven and Hell off the Devil You Know record here on Talking Metal. We'll see you next time.